0: and welcome to the History Department at Northern Kentucky University. This episode is part of an eight-episode series from the fall of 2021. As part of Professor Brian Hackett's Honors 320 Forbidden History class, students broke into eight groups to provide podcast episodes where they would discuss interesting events from regional history. We provide them here for you uncut as recorded and will continue to provide additional content as it is created here on campus at the department's podcast studio. These first episodes are rough, but showcase that incoming first-year students can take the lessons learned over the course of a semester to to create new and interesting content within a matter of weeks. We hope that you will enjoy these podcasts as much as the students enjoyed
1: creating them. My name is Megan Suco. Um, my name is Victoria Butcher, and I'm Samantha Mason, and we are going to be talking about Mothman. Mothman, <laughs> Mothman, Mothman, Mothman. Okay, so the first reported sighting of Mothman was um, on November twelfth, nineteen sixty-six, in Clendenin, West Virginia, when a group of grave dig- diggers working in a cemetery spotted something strange. They um, looked up from their work as something huge soared over their heads, and turns out it was a massive figure that was moving rapidly from tree to tree. The gravediggers would later describe this figure as, quote, a brown human being. That They described it as a
2: brown human being? Yeah. That's so weird. Everything I've read is,
1: like, a giant, like, black mass. Mm-hmm. Well, I think maybe, like, the man part of Mothman was, like, maybe from that. Like, I think it was, like, I mean, it, in every depiction yeah. it has, like, legs and arms. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but also, like, they're right, massive, yeah, yeah muscle, like Mothman
0: has muscles. muscles. Ripped. 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 And like gigantic wings. Like I saw that
1: it said that like the wingspan is supposed to be like 10 to 15 feet. Yes. Yeah. 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 So um, three days after the gravediggers' initial report in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, which is close to Clendenin, two couples uh, noticed a white winged creature about six or seven feet tall standing in front of the car that they were all sitting in. See, but
2: white. now you can see. This is what I'm saying. I know.
1: It's interesting. But um, eyewitnesses Roger Scarberry, so he was one guy of the couple, and then Steve Mallet, who was the other guy in the couple, told the local paper, the Point Pleasant Register, that the beast had bright red eyes about six inches apart, a wingspan of 10 feet, and the apparent urge to avoid the bright headlights of the car.
2: Hence Mothman. <laughs> yes, but Moths, <laughs> Hence,
1: moth, moths moth go to Light though. Yeah. The, oh, you're right. Which is why I'm like, why is he called the Mothman? Oh, wait. It's just, this, I think it, it's not, a, it's kind of a misnomer, in my opinion. That's a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if like you've know, art, your article's going to talk about
2: this later, but I know that... Like everyone always talks about his like giant wingspan, and there's this mm-hmm. report about this biker who was like, um, like a motorcycle biker, not like yes. a ching ching like yeah. little <laughs> yeah. wheel biker. Um, he was saying how. He saw Mothman, like,
1: flying, and then saw Mothman, like, try and run, and how he couldn't run. Yes. Because his legs were I, like... I read that in my research. Like, they said, like, he was very comfortable flying, but, like, kind of clumsy on the ground, is what they said. Yes. Yeah.
2: Makes nice <laughs> me giggle.
0: Yeah, so he's, like, toting but around we... those wings, though. Yes. Like, I feel like that would be awkward to have to... Run. Run. Yeah, out of it. Like, exactly. How do you support yourself with that? Exactly. I don't
1: know. I don't know. Ripped...
2: <laughs> statue, though. Yeah. So.
1: so according to um the witnesses, so the two couples, this creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, perhaps as fast as one hundred miles per hour. And like you guys just said, all of them agreed that the beast was a clumsy runner on the ground. So they knew this only because Mothman allegedly chased their vehicle to the outskirts of town in the air, then scuttled into a nearby field and then disappeared. So,
2: scuttled,
1: <laughs> I like that word yes. I really enjoy that word So he's a little weenie Yeah That's what I'm hearing Yeah He, like, mm-hmm. spooks people But I'm. my then. question is How did these people get a 1960s car to go 100 miles an hour? Okay, because <laughs> you said In the middle like, like, 100
2: miles an hour And I was, like
1: Like, in the background Like,
2: I'm picturing Yeah, because I'm picturing them, like, near the woods Like, mm-hmm. in, like, on a trail Yeah Or, like, next to a trail yes. Where you can mm-hmm. drive your car Yeah so I'm like, you're telling me, like you, like they either saw him coming from like behind them mm-hmm. and like went past them, mm-hmm. and they were guessing that. Mm-hmm. But the way that they're describing it, I'm like, what? Were you just like face to face with him, yeah. like skirting? And he's like, in your they're car? like in
1: right behind the rear view, like the windshield, and you're like, yeah.
0: Oh my god, nothing.
1: Yeah, just, it's a race at this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is yeah,
1: to <laughs> measure, <laughs> see how fast he. Goes. We'll get on the ground, then the most fucking. Yes. Yeah, right. exactly. So knowing how absurd this might. have sounded to a local um, newspaper in a small Appalachian community in the 1960s Roger Scarberry insisted that the apparition couldn't have been a figment of his imagination he assured the paper quote if I had seen it while by myself I wouldn't have said anything but there were four of us who saw it and I know from like some Um, research that I did that people suggested that they could have been doing drugs Mm -hmm. because it's the 60s and you know that's kind of like that thing and they're just two couples hanging out in a car but I feel like four people seeing the exact same Mm -hmm. apparition in like a mass hallucination is unlikely
2: you know yeah I know because like there's like a like a mass hysteria yes. thing, especially like later on, yes. like when everyone all of a sudden is seeing Mothman yeah. and like has their own tales, like, oh, I saw Mothman freaking gardening or yeah whatever. Yes, so I think that in the beginning it's harder to. Dismiss their sightings mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, all definitely six because mm-hmm. of the grave diggers like mm-hmm. before them." Yes, and since they're, I know that like the counties next to each other, mm-hmm. but since I'm assuming that they didn't know each other, mm-hmm. I feel like it would be hard
1: mm-hmm.
2: for them to share stories mm-hmm. and
1: be like, "This is what I saw." Going back to the grave scared. diggers, like I feel like gravediggers are tough people. Like mm-hmm. if they're working you in, the, have to be, in yeah. the middle of the night I would say so. being a gravedigger, digging graves in a cemetery, middle of the night, yeah. and you see this huge figure and they get scared of it, I feel like if they are spooked, like it's probably something that's scary. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like actually I mean, Yeah.
0: All their descriptions are like Fairly similar, and as you mentioned, they
1: probably didn't have time to like discuss. because mm-hmm, yeah.
2: like,
0: how many days was that after?
1: Three. Three? three. Yeah, so I thought that, yeah. yeah. And like newspapers and stuff, but like, I don't know, these are young kids read, like, I don't know how often young couples read newspapers, you know? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So, at first, reporters were skeptical. In the papers, they called Mothman a bird and a mysterious creature. However, they did print Mallet's description. Quote, it was like a man with wings, end quote. And so, when the gravediggers said this was a brown human being, and then Mallet said this was a man with wings. So, they both say it is a man-like figure. Mm -hmm. You know, so that is pretty like solid i know like the colors mm-hmm. have discrepancy like white wings brown so yeah. there could be more than one mothman you know mm-hmm. moth moth men
0: Whoa. <laughs> <There you
1: go. laughs> i don't
0: I, and don't I mean at the same time like a lot of these are at night <clears throat> and you know depending on the lighting and things like that color could be like perceived slightly different because you know Gravediggers probably just had little lanterns, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then in the dark the with couples. Headlights. You know, headlights. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it's, it's yeah. going to be different lighting as yeah. well. Yeah. Very true. Um. Very very true. So that may also interpret. Like, yeah. Differences. I'm yeah.
2: Say, did your article talk about there's two firefighters that saw something? I think I read about that, but I don't okay. know about this. I don't say because I know that. I think, I don't remember if it's the same day as the
1: couples or the day after as the couples. Um, Oh, it's right here, actually. It says, The Gettysburg Times reported eight additional sightings in a short span of three days after the first claims. This included two volunteer firefighters who said they saw, quote, a very large bird with large red eyes. Yeah. So the red eyes also seem to be, like um something reoccurring yes. Yeah. Yeah. A reoccurring theme with this. And again, like volunteer firefighters, brave men. Yeah. Same with the grave diggers. Brave men. And I feel like if they get spooked, it's kind of it's gotta be kind of a scary figure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering like
2: where these sightings are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you have such a wide area mm-hmm. and then I'm not saying that no one's out there reading the newspaper. Obviously, people read the newspaper, but I don't feel like you can bet that every single person that had a sighting Mm -hmm. read the newspaper Mm -hmm. necessarily. So it just makes me wonder, like... At mm-hmm. what point, like, how we talked about earlier, like, at what point is it just, like, Mothman
1: mania, where mm-hmm, it's like, oh, right. I saw Mothman, mm-hmm. and then... But we have also got to take into account that it's the 60s, and it's a small town, and word travels fast, because people are bored. You're right. You know? See. So, like, there's... We've got to take both sides of that into yeah. consideration, so... Well, and
0: you mentioned, like, location. Um, I saw that the, like, most sightings were at a place called West Virginia Ordnance Works, also known mm-hmm. as TNT area. Oh yes. yeah, the TNT yes. Yes, area. Yeah. And so there was a lot of sightings there. So that was like one spot that was consistent throughout yeah. times. Mm-hmm. And you were mentioning, like, over the three days. But then it proceeded to say that there was, like, over a 100 different sightings in the next, like, 13 months since that Mm -hmm. first one. Yeah. So, like, it's it's reoccurring. Like, lots of people are. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's all within this, like, kind of West Virginia area.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, So Newell Partridge, who was a resident, a resident of Salem, West Virginia, claimed that he saw strange patterns appearing on his television screen one night, followed by a mysterious sound just outside of his home. So he he shined a flashlight toward the direction of the noise, and he supposedly witnessed two red eyes resembling bicycle reflectors looking back at him. Um, this anecdote remains a popular one in Mothman mythos, especially since it allegedly led to the disappearance of Partridge's, Partridge's dog. To this day, some people believe that the fearsome beast took his beloved pet.
2: Yeah. I so that documentary I told you guys about that I watched like on Mothman, that was one of the stories that they did like a little mini graphic for. <laughs> they did a little mini graphic for. And in it, they included, like, an audio clip of him talking about it. hmm And I just feel like this man has zero reason to make it up because he sounds like your typical, I am a man, man. Yeah. And I carry a rifle with me yeah. kind of man. So it was just really interesting to hear, like, physically, like, hear him. hmm talk about it because yes. he was just like i'm just pissed at my i can't find my dog yes yes <laughs> and he was like i don't care what it was but i'm pissed that my dog is nowhere to be found yeah. basically mean <laughs> as
0: one would
1: be if yeah. your dog is mm-hmm. missing and i yeah. think like i know we'll get into some theories later but i know this is. i think this is the only like incident of mothman being like Violent. Yeah, like malicious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, there, there's some theories out there that we'll get to, but this is like the only one where he's directly violent. Yeah. So now, I guess we're going to go dive into those theories. So what is the Mothman really? So Dr. Robert L. Smith, who is an associate professor of wildlife biology at West Virginia University, dismissed the notion that the flying monster was staking out the town. Instead, he attributed the sightings to a sandhill crane, which stands almost as tall as the average man and has bright red flesh around his eyes. So,
0: so I looked into this because I found this interesting. Um, they say it's about the same size as a man, but then when you look into the average size, um, they're from three to four and a half feet or so tall. <laughs> that is yeah. not the um, average yeah, size of yeah, a man. Yeah. With the tallest ones being like five foot. Okay. Like that's it. That's not. And <laughs> that's that like, is harder than my mom. <laughs> I, yeah. So I was like. Mm, Mothman is described as being, like, seven foot tall. Yes. Um, a tall man. Yeah. If you will. Mm-hmm. And then, going into, the, like, the wingspan, it says that, like, Mothman, 10 to 15 feet wingspan. A Sandhill Crane's wingspan is, like, five feet. Maybe a little over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, that's about half to a third. Yeah. Of well,
2: then, I don't know if y'all... Saw, there was, like, a thing where it was like, oh, it's these two types of owls. Yeah. And I'm like you think that owl's gonna get that mm-hmm. big? Yeah. I, mean, I get it with the eyes. Yes. Yeah.
1: But... but I feel like a lot of things when you shine light to them, like, red oh, eyes. Like, yeah, we're, we're humans when we like, take pictures when we have red right, eyes, yeah. you know? Most definitely. So, but, and, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was
0: just gonna say, and, like, with the crane, I saw a thing and they're like, oh, it was a couple cranes that were out of their migration pattern. Um, they make our, ooh, I can't talk. They migrate <laughs> south in the fall, and this was, like, Occurring throughout an entire year's worth yeah. Yeah. of things. And like mm-hmm. the furthest that they go east is like central Kentucky at max. Mm. And this is in West
1: Virginia. Mm, yeah, because I remember reading somewhere actually that like there had not been any reported sightings of a Sandhill Crane yeah. in no. West Virginia ever.
0: And
2: apparently <laughs> yes. there still are none. Yes, so, so like. Also,
1: yeah, they don't
0: go that far east. Mm-hmm. It's no. like, hmm. I'm smelling, I'm smelling
1: Mothman's real. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. could be. Mm. Who knows? So, but the the Sandhill Crane explanation was compelling at first, given the number of early reports that described this creature as bird-like. Um, some people hypothesized that this crane was deformed, especially if it resided in the quote TNT area, a name that locals gave to a series of nearby bunkers that once that were once used for manufacturing munitions during World War II. It has been suggested that these bunkers might have leaked a. Top toxic material into the neighboring wildlife preserve possibly affecting the nearby animals um so another theory suggests that the creation of the mothman was the work of one very committed prankster who went so far as to hide in the abandoned world war ii munitions plant where some of the sightings occurred my thing is that like this occurred in multiple parts of west virginia like yes, around yeah. the same area but i don't think a prankster is going to go that hard to go into like different Cities of West Virginia, like within like a 50 minute radius just to pull pranks on some folks, you know, like that just doesn't add up to me. No, but you know,
2: especially like the flying part. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm just saying mm. That's a little
1: Yeah I don't know how that hard. happens In the 100 miles an hour part Yeah, just, yeah. What? He's just, just He's just a really fast runner <laughs> He's just a really He's He has an early jet pack
2: Yeah A little jet pack
0: A jet pack in the 60s Just, just Yeah Lying about,
1: like the Wicked Witch of the West, yes. what a
0: broom. <laughs> like a literally. Absolutely.
1: So this theory of a prankster posits that when the national press ran with the Mothman story, people who lived in Point Pleasant began to panic. Locals became convinced that they were seeing Mothman and birds and other large animals, even after the prankster had given up on the joke. So it, this really wasn't a very hot theory amongst people who cited this they knew what they saw and they knew that what they saw wasn't a prank so it's worth noting that the mothman legend bears a resemblance to several demon archetypes found among those who have experienced sleep paralysis which may suggest that the visions are nothing more than the embodiment of typical human fears pulled from the depths of the unconscious and grafted in onto real life animal sightings when people panic Not the sleep paralysis. (laughs) That's that's, that's a lot of sleep paralysis. But Um. (laughs) not necessarily sleep paralysis. I mean, like, you know, like, um, I mean, when you're scared, you're more likely to see, like, shadows in the corner of your room. Yeah. They could have been out in the dark, in the middle of the night, scared, and they see something, and they're more likely to see that thing as scary. I don't know necessarily what that thing would be, but... It's, I think it's a theory that's we can't totally rule out that okay. it's just you know like mass hysteria again it's it freaks it, it can create crazy things
2: yeah <laughs> you I know? I could see that for like the later ones but again like I always go back to the ones in like the first mm-hmm. like couple of days because mm-hmm. it's so hard for me to be like mm-hmm. they because I mean maybe the gravediggers I guess maybe like, your job is a little spooky, Mm -hmm. but, and again, don't know how long they've worked as grave diggers, Mm -hmm. don't know those details, Mm -hmm. but, like, the two couples driving in a car, Mm -hmm. like, I don't really know if they'd be scared to the point where they would all
0: Mm -hmm. manifest Yes, the same thing.
2: Yeah, so I get that for, like, later ones, Mm -hmm. but...
0: Especially once word about it has gotten out and people are, like, you Mm -hmm. know the point pleasant
1: people are like Mm -hmm. "Mm, okay that's a little sketch yeah Um, I think definitely it's like a good theory for the last or the the later ones because you know how we've seen a lot of ghost stories recently or Mm -hmm. ghost television shows and how they always caption what the ghost says so you hear that and it's like People are going out expecting to see Mothman, mm-hmm. and they'll see it in anything they want to see, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Just to prove that. And I'm not saying that people are lying or making this up. It, they, they truly believe they saw Mothman, yeah. but that might not necessarily be the case. case. Well, I mean, and like, the mind is weird, okay?
0: Just, yes. The I mind mean, is a mm-hmm. weird place. Yeah. It, like... We have the the ability that we see faces and things that don't have faces. Like mm-hmm, we put yes. like things together, yeah. like that don't like go. So like we could easily, as people, just be like, oh, I've heard about this thing, and like then you know, like you said, you're walking in the dark, and it's like, oh, something, oh, that must be Mothman behind yeah, me. Exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is again. There he oh, is there again. He is. Um, so there are several more paranormal explanations including theories that weave together aliens, UFOs, and precognition these theories paint the Mothman as either a harbinger of doom or more sinisterly, its cause a legend that has its roots in the tragedy that befell Point Pleasant shortly after the Mothman arrived and this is what I'm, we're going to get into when I said that this is the only time Mothman was seen to be actually malicious when he took the dog but there's some theories that that's not necessary The case. So on December 15th, 1967, just over a year after the first Mothman sighting, traffic was really bad on the Silver Bridge. The Silver Bridge was originally built in 1928 in its purpose was to connect Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Galopolis, Ohio, and the bridge was packed with cars. This place was, uh, this placed a strain on the bridge, which had been built in a time when cars were lighter. Like the Model T had just weighed 1,500 pounds, and um, an average car in 1967 weighed 4,000 pounds. So you can see how that's big difference there.
2: A little heavier. Yes. A little, <laughs> just
1: a, little bit. Just a exactly. little bit. So, the bridge's engineers hadn't been particularly imaginative, nor had they been especially cautious while creating the structure. The bridge's design featured very little redundancy, meaning that if one part failed, there was almost nothing in place to prevent other parts from failing as well. Fantastic. And, yeah. <laughs> and on that December day, that was exactly what happened. Without warning, a single eye bar near the top of the bridge on the Ohio side cracked. The chain snapped in the bridge its careful equilibrium equilibrium disturbed fell to pieces plunging cars and pedestrians into the icy waters of the Ohio River below 46 people died either by drowning or by being crushed in the wreckage following the mothman sightings the bridge co- the bridge collapse was the second terrible and bizarre thing to put point pleasant on the map in a year's time so it didn't take long for people to connect the two yeah interesting
0: Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs>
2: The thing is, it's hard because, like, Mothman in some ways is like this little fun, mystical creature. Yeah. Like, whoo, like, saw Mothman. Yes. Um, and, like, again, like the dog thing mm-hmm. was really the only story where he had done something, like, malicious before, mm-hmm. at least from the stuff we looked mm-hmm. at. Um, And it just is interesting to see people do with 360 and be like, oh, Mothman did
1: this. Yes. Or, I don't know if you were to talk about Mothman being a warning signal. Yeah, I think we'll get there. But I just like, I don't know how people connected the two. Yeah. I feel like that's a bit of a leap, but. Little, little fuzzy. Well, apparently
2: there's like a there was a sighting of Mothman on the bridge before it collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there again, not to be like documentary watch, but in the documentary I watched, there was um <laughs> I don't know. there was this woman who lived um like on the edge of the river
1: mm-hmm.
2: and like could see the bridge. Mm-hmm. And her son told her that he saw something fly off the bridge oh, before it collapsed. Interesting. I don't know if he's the only person that like saw it. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, there's like a photo or like a film or mm-hmm. something interesting. of Mothman standing on mm-hmm. said bridge, but.
0: Mhm. Interesting. You know, yeah. Well, well, I was gonna say I don't know if you were gonna go into this like in a little bit or not, but um, you mentioned before it collapsed and things like that, and we like there's been continued sightings so like I know there's like a picture um, of Mothman flying um, near the Twin Towers prior to 9-11 I've seen that picture Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's like there was a German mine and so that's like getting like way outside
2: yeah Yeah. that's a he's traveling yeah He wanted to but, go abroad. Um, he took
1: um he, he flew first class. I did so, Delta first
2: class. Mothman um,
1: first class. <laughs> but
0: apparently Mothman was seen like at this mine before it collapsed and like killed a lot of people. And he was also seen at like the reactors before like Chernobyl. Oh happened. Chernobyl. Oh, come yeah, I saw on. that. too. Apparently. <laughs> yes. So Mothman is traveling. Yes. A
1: travelling man. Oh my Absolutely. God. I mean, well, you know the legend of Bigfoot. <coughs> he has been spotted mainly in I mean, Midwest and um Northern America. Yeah. At but the then Lacho. he's known as like Sasquatch in other places, and yeah. he's known as the Yeti in yeah. like canada and like the arctic Mm. and like the um alps and like europe so like you know i feel like when there's legends you know on multiple continents it's kind of hard to dispute sometimes you know i mean i don't know how far the legend of mothman traveled in that time period to like russia or Mm -hmm. germany like, because this is a tiny little American town that they don't really give two hoots about, mm-hmm. it's you know? true. You know, so yeah. it's interesting to think about that. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah.
1: you're seeing, yeah. like,
0: this spread across. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe there's multiple Mothman. Maybe yes. they're different. Yes. Mothman is, like, the new Bigfoot Yeti ordeal happening. Yes, definitely. All the different, different names for it. Yeah, we get. someone's got to come up with a better name
1: than Mothman.
2: i um, t- Listen, it's that, a that, sh- that should have been what our it's podcast It's a misnomer. Was about, <laughs> the podcast renaming Mothman. <laughs> so
1: in 1975, author John Keel um, conflated the Mothman sightings and the bridge disaster while creating his book, The Mothman Prophecies. He also incorporated UFO activity. <laughs> his story took hold, and the town soon became <laughs> iconic among conspiracy theorists, ufologists, and m- fans of the paranormal. So let's talk about Mothman's legacy. So Point Pleasant, West Virginia's fame as the home of, Mothman, of the Mothman legend hasn't waned in recent decades. In 2002, a movie based on Keel's book rekindled interest in the Mothman. In the Mothman Prophecies film, Richard Gere plays a reporter whose wife seems to have witnessed the Mothman shortly before her death. He finds himself inexplicably in Point Pleasant several years later with no clue how he got there. And he's not the only one having trouble explaining himself. As several locals experience premonitions of distant There's talk of visitations from a mysterious figure called the Mothman. The film, a supernatural horror and mystery, offers no conclusions, communicating instead an eerie feeling of disjointedness that was both panned and praised by critics. Most notably, the film popularized the image of the Mothman as a harbinger of doom. Like, we talked about... Interesting. Oh, oh, and we then... we watched this movie? The, trailer, should, was definitely. I, <laughs> the trailer was really I funny. I want to watch it, and I love Richard Gere, so mm-hmm. I mean... I do love Richard Gere. So, you mentioned, like, the 9-11 towers, the Chernobyl right. disaster. So, here, um, it says that, um, Mothman also is thought to have predicted the Mexican swine flu outbreak of 2009 I... and the 2011 nuclear disaster in Fukushima, Japan.
2: <laughs> Mothman's over here
1: doing charity work. Math- I okay. COVID. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Oh my god. Well and that's the thing. Like then when you get into it, like is he warning of disaster or is he causing this disaster yes, like exactly. I, guess, I don't know. You know. Because mm-hmm. he's there before everything happens. So who knows? Exactly. Is it a warning? Mm-hmm. Is he the cause of everything? Who mm-hmm. knows?
1: Who's to T- say? Who's to say? I like to think that he's a warning signal. <laughs> Me too. I don't like to see Mothman as a bad guy. Yeah. I I just I hate he's. I think he's misunderstood. I really probably. think
2: that if you sat down and had like tea with him. Yeah. I think he'd be so pleasant. Get it? Ha. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. so as for actual sightings of Mothman, they have declined since the late 1960s. After you know. Mothmania sort of died down. But every so often a sighting emerges. In twenty sixteen, a man who just moved to Point Pleasant spotted a mysterious creature jumping from tree to tree. He claimed to local reporters that he was unaware of the local legend of Mothman until he allegedly spotted the beast himself. So I kinda get that because like I personally did not know about Mothman until I happened to come across a YouTube video on it. Oh, yeah And you know, I don't know like I mean, I have access to this because I'm young, and I mean, the only reason I know this as I'm younger is because I have access to YouTube and stuff like that. But I can see how older people yeah. would not no know about Mothman. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? Also, so now he's jumping in trees? That was he, that was the first sighting with the gravediggers. He was supposedly yeah. jumping. jumping from tree to tree, but that was never really happened again until this guy. Which is interesting. It's a hot take. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hot take, hot tea yeah so whether these sightings are real or not the Mothman can still be seen in Point Pleasant today in the form of a historical museum and also in the form of a 12 foot tall chrome polished statue complete with massive steel wings and ruby red eyes and his butt, it, but is, his so butt is deformed form. he has <laughs> like butt cheeks and everything it's yeah. really <laughs> funny like I don't know why they decided to go hard on that part but oh my God. They did I was yeah. looking
2: up the Mothman statue and they have a live stream
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh. just
2: Just sit there and watch the Mothman statue. And just watch it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The live stream. Ugh. You know, (laughs) capitalism. People gotta make their money. Yeah. Anyways, so a festival commemorating Mothman's visit has taken place annually in Point Pleasant for years. A fun celebration that attracts locals and tourists alike. Every September the festivities celebrate one of America's strangest local legends that still has people scratching their heads to this day. I say we go. It's only, Point Pleasant, West Virginia is like on the border of Ohio. It's like a two yeah. hour drive. It's like, yeah. it happens like in, sep- I read it happens in like September and they have local mm-hmm. like vendors come and it's like a whole thing and like hotels all around the city are booked. Yeah. You gotta really book it in advance. So I say we go. I say we go. I think it'd be fun. Okay. My mom
2: and I wanted to go. So the YouTube video she was talking about was right. um, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yes. Oh. Love um it. That's where, that's how I have had found out about Mothman. Because even though like, two hours away, Mm -hmm. and I mean, technically, like, the bridge tragedy, like, also Mm -hmm. happened to people in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of weird, like, I've never heard Mm -hmm. about it, like, anywhere Mm -hmm. in Ohio before, like, Mm -hmm. before. But, um, I really like that there's a coffee shop. Yes. And it has little cookies, because mm-hmm. in the episode they go, to this little coffee shop, and they have, like,
1: a little baby Mothman cookie, and they have a big Mothman cookie. Mm-hmm. And then they go to a pizza place, and the pizza place makes a Mothman pizza, where, yes. like, all the toppings are, like, Mothman, like, they have his wings and everything, and then his eyes are, like, cherry tomatoes right there. Yes. And, like, I think, like, yes, it was scary, but I feel like the town has coped by turning this into something fun and they can make a profit off of it There's the american shot. dream yeah, <laughs> yeah. <X-O-X-O, laughs> you know? XO, capitalism yeah well that's all i have about Mothman. what about you guys you got anything to add anything
2: else? um the museum has original um newspaper articles. yes there is a museum yeah. just we'll just want to just, mention that.
0: that's what we'll do we'll just take a trip come september Yes, and we're gonna... I think it's like
2: the second or third weekend yes. of September. Right. Yes. Well,
0: we'll go get some Mothman cookies and, and see some the some pizza and coffee. Pizza, yeah. And see the statue.
1: Touch yeah. his butt. Touch his... <laughs> go to the museum. Do you think it's good luck? Do you think it's good yes, luck? Yes, rub Mothman's butt for good luck. Yeah, like... <laughs> They so if you're, like, you're hearing this, that. please go look up the Mothman statue and just just do a little Gaze 360 of it, and you'll know exactly why this butt is interesting.
2: Yeah, he's so ripped. I don't know why <laughs> they made him. Really I don't understand.
1: <laughs> it's interesting. He's fit. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's all we have. Thanks for tuning in once again. My name is Megan Suco. My name's Victoria Butcher,
0: and I'm Samantha Mason. And, and you just learned about the Mothman.
2: Mothman. Mothman!